as recalled by a lady's diary. The other day I came across an entry that brought back memories. March 1st, 1944, Joe's coming home on furlough. I remember one, Rob, I couldn't get camels. Maybe he'd bring some. Well, Joe arrived and it was pretty wonderful. Later, I apologized for not having camels. I'd rounded up five brands, but no camels. I said, at least you'll have variety. I remember Joe smoking one of those cigarettes. His expression said, hmm, I'll take camels any day. Yes, during the wartime cigarette shortage, people smoked any brand they could get and compared the different brands. Compared them in their T-zones, T for taste, T for throat. And they decided they liked camels best for cool, cool mildness and rich, full flavor. Result? More people are smoking camels than ever before. Yes, experience is the best teacher. Try a camel yourself. This is the story of absent-minded Frank Bayer. Frank walks back from lunch and sees a sight that unnerves him for a moment. A line of people a block long. Visions of wartime shortages. No stockings. No steaks and chops. Little or no gasoline and waiting in line for an hour for one pack of cigarettes, any brand. In a flash, Frank realizes he's seeing a movie cue. Just to reassure himself, Frank stops at the tobacco store for a carton of camels. He says to the clerk, I was just thinking of the days when you might as well have asked for a bushel of diamonds as a carton of camels. Yes, during the wartime shortage, folks smoked many different brands and compared them. That experience taught smoker after smoker that camels cool, cool mildness and rich, full flavors suit them best. Try a camel on your T-zone. Tea for taste, tea for throat. Your proving ground for any cigarette. See for yourself why more people are smoking camels than ever before. Good morning. You're listening to the Horror Business Podcast. Um... Just so everybody knows, there's still the Disney special going on in Albertsons. I had written a poem not that long ago called The Nightingale Shade. And so this was a rendition from a piece. And it was supposed to be kind of backed off that, but I never really got to finish it. And so this is The Nightingale's Shadow. The gallows high with frost. The bells toll doesn't seem to chime. Not the way it did. And the coffin bell and they never tolls. And nightingales have brought their storm like raven's black abyss. The spirits cry from morning sky, the mist, the fog, the haze, and the smallest coldest hours of the morn. The earth is blanketed over still, covered us both. But the bells above been unstaked, the pulley's lost its string. And the ghostly feathers merely cast their shadow. However, no longer beckons as it did. 
but the spirits cold as stiffs and linger in their shadows as they may, their ghosts still asking for the shade. Pierced black, the nighttime sky rushed like toxic blood. The nightingale, where is your shade? When your back would stretch the night sky's cloak, the bells chimes to tolls that save us all. Oh, poor wretched soul, where they come or where they go, only what's left of her shadow know. In time so passes idle by. And despite one's feathered shrine, the shovels of earth once washed us clean. Ash so scattered from whence we loved returned death's sweet shade. Like raven's masks, the finest masquerade, so hidden shadow darker things, and all two strings. The things that tied, what lied, what you lie, they never bind. May the nightingale cut our strings, and once more people sing. But let us hope even still, may shadow shade. And let the nightingale always bring her shade. Just gonna scroll through still, like I always do. Fills. Noise it fills the skies and city streets. Noise it fills our homes and atmosphere. Depressing thoughts they well, but how deep no tongue can tell. The rope broke and the bucket fell. Truth I tell, and everything I feel it all consumes. And there is no outlet for the fears our own demise. And to this country just like ours, what's yours is mine. And that's what give or give and take, it seems to always take and take until it starts to tear, worn by all the wear, and still the emptiness is really nowhere. And perhaps that's why it feels so consuming, the feeling overwhelming, perhaps it's overfilling, and the clock's as loud as noise so ever pressing, still so focused on a drown is quite a waste. Reality's such a bitter taste. Shut our eyes and block our ears. Speak no words, lest someone hear. How tragic such a fragile state. But us as them as we, so ever silenced voices, have never no say. Speak of what of these. Stitch your mouth. 
North is west and south is east. And where there's no golden bricks or roads of light to pave the way, so we sit instead of walk, collect our dust and rot. Hold some power, hold a key for even middle class's poverty. So tell me, what of you and me? Filling up time and filling lives, filling ourselves or others of this constant tick of time. Does it matter, does it not? Could it blow all aside, aside like no matter, in the wind and watch it blow away, like a ship that sails into the sun? But how or where it ever goes, well, who's to say? Hope along for better days. I've been praying all along. So what's then of this constant fill of things? Surrounded, it's all really weird, it just seems. Brings you drown, try to push, try to hide. What's going on on the inside like everyone else? How are you fine? In a world that's not, outline and chalk. And fill your holes, it's not enough shovels for the work. Perhaps more alligators for their dirt. Like mine sameness, cattle, human tide, the shuffle of feet so loud could break the siren's wail. I try to speak, I know they heard. For years they have, but no one understands. Who all has eyes, but do you see? We becoming one with the static in between. These talks and spurts of love so shadowed yesterdays, this talks of what it was today. How is it filled by something yet or just the static in between? So grim I feel it's happening to you and me. The journal entry from March 1st, 1944, 1980. April couldn't really quite make out the date cold it was always cold still trying to squint my eyes to see sun hadn't even arose still cold I shuffled across the floor and lit the percolator on the stove. Same time lighting a cigarette. But nothing really wasn't the same. Something different about the floor or the stove. Larger items that didn't make any sense. I guess that's just the way it seems in the really dim light, I guess. Some kind of power outage. Third time this month. Even with everything so little in use, I couldn't. For the life of me, place it.
Combed my hair and I shaved. Coffee was usually done. Started to get ready to leave. Still in the shade silhouette through the window. Just barely light enough to see. Every morning. Just enough to see. Nobody ever turned that hall light off at work. <clears throat> Seemed to stay on all the time. Didn't really matter if <clears throat> somebody got it the night before or not. I wondered to myself sometimes if that light in the hall had always stayed on the way it did. Phone ring. Had to make a call transfer. Was in my department. Sound of the scanner in the back. Slow for a Wednesday. I heard something about a meeting, but it wasn't mandatory. I actually kind of liked it when there was nobody here. Light was flickering now. Never did that before. Another phone call came in. I had to take that one. And everything went black. At the far end, it was just light enough to see. Just light enough to see. Thank you for listening to this morning's Horror Business Podcast. Um, Happy birthday to everybody having a birthday today. Um, I feel like that might not be good to get specific. But for everybody out there who's having one, and uh, for everybody who's having an unbirthday, there's always the... Disney special going on over at your local neighborhood Albertsons.
For us Chinooians, it's uh, Graham and Peyton. Hope everybody has a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Horror Business Podcast.